Gentlemen, welcome to Jury Daily. This is Justin Robert Young, joined by uh, my co-host on Night Attack, Brian Brushwood. Yeah, man. Not only that, we have, we have Kepler. You can't hear him, but he's Kepler. staring at that mic, man. Because Kepler is now well behaved. I, I, yeah, let's not hold on. Let's not jump too far ahead. <laughs> oh no! Compared to where he was. He, he terrified me. I, I have a childhood fear of dogs. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because, when I was because... a kid, I got attacked by a dog, and I I have never owned a dog. I've, I've like, dog sat, and I've enjoyed my time with the dogs that I've dog sat for, but I have never owned one, and so I don't think I've ever really fully resolved my childhood trauma. Oh, wild. And, and I literally have, like, not... Despite the fact that I've known the code to your door, <laughs> I have not walked into your house if I'm by myself for fear of Kepler. Uh, I, I, that's one of those things where it's like, um, look, I thought I was buying a friend to my children. It turns out I bo- bought a loaded weapon. Uh, yeah. But once you're there, it's like, well, I guess I have a, 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 an artificially intelligent robot sentry uh, snake dog, yeah. you know, a dragon roaming a moat on the bottom side of the house, which it's like uh, when you got a whole bunch of daughters locked away in your princess castle, uh, that's probably a good thing to have. Yeah. You were not taking a call. No, no, no. So Bonnie just called, and what I did was I just uh, I slid the answer thing, and I assumed that from context she could tell that we're podcasting right now. Uh, What up? Oh, you want to throw her on? All right, there you go. You weren't even podcasting. So. Well, we, we are now. Now, now we are, Bonnie. Yeah, welcome to the show, Bonnie. Well, I just was going to let you know that, you know, the guy who did our septic yeah. would refer to our job as the fake cash place. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 hold on, uh, uh, for, okay, so, so for Jury Daily listeners, uh, Brian has had, would, I mean, uh, uh, now a year long, because, like, this was about a year ago that you first bought the gigantic thing of fake cash, would right. it be safe to say interest or addiction? Where between interest and addiction are you on buying fake cash? I, uh, int- still interest, still yeah. interest, like, like, it's Which means you've done it multiple times for multiple reasons, but you really like the idea of having realistic looking fake cash around at all times. It, it, it does seem to enhance a number of videos that we do on the modern rogue. Yeah. Like, like, like it's one thing to say ten hiding spots in a hotel room. It's another thing to hide what appears to be gigantic piles of realistic-looking exactly. fake cash. Yeah. Exactly right, and so same thing. We for, also once approached a real police officer to see whether or not he thought it was real. Okay, and to ask whether or not it was legal for me to have it and hand it out if I disclosed that it was constantly, yeah. you know, a, that was a little field research we did at Dragon Gun. <laughs> But, but the so cop now, is very now cool. we're obviously building out HQ. Right. I have a lot to talk about my experience at HQ. But uh, you, well, that Bonnie is saying that the person who's working on the infrastructure is now referring to it as the fake cash job. Correct. Well, and specifically because, and I believe this is what she's referring to, we did an episode where we had a safe filled with fake cash, and then we used uh, thermite to open it. And then uh, fake cash went everywhere. And then it's like, well, we should clean all this up. And then I thought, well, maybe it's kind of funny to just have what looks to be thousands of dollars of $100 bills just 
float around about the property. Right. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, they'll degrade over time. And in the meantime, it'll be mysterious. Uh, and then construction started on the property. And then one day I showed up and just everything was cleaned up. All of it was gone. And it occurred to me, and this is me projecting, I, uh, I know that if I was working a job and there was a lot of <laughs> fake bills lying around, even yeah. if I understood that they were fake, I would, I would very much like to get a bunch of them and take them home. Sure. <laughs> and so we never knew which construction crew it was. And now that uh, the hero, Justin Robert Young... Hollow be his names, savior of the plumbing by discovering that the, right. the shower let's, was let's, not set let's, up. Let's, let's, let's reset real quick. So, number one, friends who have listened to this show for a very long time might understand that I once told a story of staying on the property, but I was in what was not the luxurious place that exists today, but right. rather... Effectively being homeless in an abandoned house. You were definitely squatting in a derelict uh, house on the outskirts of Houston. On the coldest... Sorry, Austin. The, the, the coldest night of the year. Yeah. <laughs> well, where I got, luckily, two hours of sleep. Because we then had to get on a flight to Dallas. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, that was ramshackle. Now... Gorgeous, amazing, this, um, this, this open concept shower. In fact, I'm literally dedicating the shower to myself. For, for all the work that I put in yeah. to this shower. Oh my gosh. It's the Justin Robert Young shower. I mean, look, uh, there's a reason the Avengers renamed Planet Earth the Avengers present Planet Earth. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by the Avengers. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they earned it. And so have you. I have. Because here's why. Two reasons. Number one, the first shower I take, and it's awesome. I'm going to tell you guys. I've been in a lot of showers. I've been in resorts that have charged, like, thankfully other people were paying for it, but charged like $800 to $1,000 a night, right? And I have not been in a shower as cool as the one that I was in at the Brian Brushwood HQ. This is a 10 out of 10 A-plus shower. Yeah. One thing happened, or two things happened. Here's the first. The drain didn't drain. <laughs> Which... I would imagine if I were in your position, you would be all like, uh, oh my god, no, the amazing experience, 10 out of 10, would recommend. One one little note, should, yeah. shouldn't the water go out? <laughs> like, well, here's the other problem, is that uh, there was a very loud, from the toilet, like, and I'm like, alright, that's, that's like, not good, like, no bueno. If, if something doesn't drain in the shower, then maybe there's something in the drain. If the <laughs> toilet is then trying to talk to me in some bizarre, like, Bavarian children's cartoon language, then I know that there is definitely a problem with the plumbing. Here's the other thing, when the contractor came in and I told him about the, like, glub-glub-glubbing from the toilet... He then started explaining about how there was going to be glass put in on the borders of this brilliant, beautiful, co like open concept shower. Yeah. So, so right now, uh, picture, picture a shower of of uh, an appropriate size, and then picture that the tile just keeps on going for yes. another two or three feet, and and that. There is no enclosure. So you just go in and you're surrounded by, by tile above, below, to the sides. And, and it's super... Awesome. It feels super modern and luxurious. That was one of my favorite comments is David Rowan said that he digs the fact that the house is a very roguish thing, but the aesthetic is all pure modern. Very so modern. this modern robe. And by the way, I've been in a lot of open concept showers. Almost universally, 
they all have water go where they're not supposed to. Right. Like, yeah, this are always getting water on the, like, general tile. This stays like right the right parking magic trick. Right. Nothing ever gets out. It's, it's awesome. always splashing on what is supposed to be the shower area. And then this dude tells me that he's going to uh, uh, sully it with glass right. and a door. A door. A door. Get the hell out of here. Open concept. Both of these things are stopped, and you make a tremendous discovery about the plumbing today. Yeah, turns out, previous, uh, we were about to pass inspection today, the final inspection, the septic inspection, the, the all that. If you had not done the detective work to discover yep. that that was not leaking out the, as fast as, as it should be, then we would not have found out that, guess what? There were two independent plumbing systems in the property. One of them led to a DIY tank outside where the dude would manually dip a hose down and then spray... Spray his own shit. His own shit all over the place. Uh, It just keeps getting better and better. So luckily, (laughs) it's it's only going to take a couple days to plug it into the to the massive septic system that we put on this thing. But look, you're the hero of this story, man. The Avengers bring to you Planet Earth, courtesy of the Avengers. News! Let's go ahead and get into the news. Brian, Chicken Wars. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's more scared of the other one? Uh, Why did it cross the road? Yeah, uh, also, uh, uh, spring break. We're in the ocean. One of us is on the other's shoulders. Alright, so I have a story about a successful chicken sandwich, and then I have a, a surprising KFC announcement. What do you want? Oh, it's gotta be the surprising KFC announcement. KFC announces that Beyond Meat Chicken will be coming... To KFC. That's brilliant. That's, uh, of course they should. Wait, uh, uh, yes? Wait, hold on. What's what's with this look? You don't you don't like it? You don't like it. Brian, you, you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Are you, are you on a particular side? I have eaten every fake vegan meat you can ask for. Yeah? This has been an element of my life for the past six years. I, I have you. very specific opinions on what is good fake meat and what is bad fake meat. And so, and so I think it was you that compared the Impossible Burger, currently available at, at, uh, as the Whopper. The Whopper. Impossible uh, Whopper. It's, it's basically like a, a shitty uh, ballpark hamburger, right? Which, for like the variance of quality that you get in a Burger King, mm-hmm. indistinguishable from a Whopper patty. Uh, great. Like, like it is like it, it is good enough. They went from a very specific formula to a very like it was a lesser it was obviously trying to be a lesser quality patty mm-hmm. but it was almost industry like indistinguishable from a lesser quality patty and then it made sense when they announced the Burger King thing they're like oh yeah we're going to be making infinity of these forever because we finally have, have cracked the code on 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 the 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 uh, Ford uh, assembly well, because, line because initially they were looking to be like high quality hamburgers that would be indistinguishable from high quality hamburgers. Right. And it turns out that costs money. Well, you only go to scale at a certain point for that. Right. If Burger King comes calling and they're like, "Hey, make Whopper patties," then they're like, 
Cool. Can do, boss. Congratulations. Now the Impossible Burger is tastes lesser quality than the the, the last version, but right. we will now never be in money trouble because we will be able to make like imagine you're supplying beef to Burger King. Right. That's a, like you're good. And also, you're good. and also, like you are the defining type of beef to Burger yeah. King, right? Uh, I, I have had the Impossible Burger twice at two different upscale. Uh, hamburger joints, yeah. and and I found it delightful both times. I, Great. I thought it was quite good. Yeah. So Beyond Meat is their rival. Correct. And I've heard that Beyond Meat, to some people, is the superior, more flavorful, robust version. Between you have consorted with liars. Oh, really? You have okay. Consorted with liars. All right. All right. Then lay it on me. Lay it on me. I'm here to tell you that the Beyond is great at one thing: sausage. The Beyond sausages are amazing. They're mm-hmm. great. Because largely, when you really think about it, sausage is like a bunch of random shit that's in a casing. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then this would even with lots of seasonings, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's easier to do vegan stuff. Anyway. So as, as long as it tastes like soft, chewy gravel, as long as it is, it has a bit of jalapeno in it, as long as it's in uh, sheep's intestines or plastic tubes or whatever... Yeah. You're good. Right. I've heard that the Beyond Meat burger at Jack in the Box, some prefer that to the Whopper. Okay. But more because of what Jack in the Box does to the patty compared to what the Whopper does to the Impossible patty. Right. Uh, I'm here to tell you this. If you're excited about KFC putting Beyond Chicken in there. Now, hold on. Before you, before you say whatever whatever heartbreaking thing it clearly is being teed up to be said, uh, I would have thought that chicken is easier to crack than beef because chicken has that smooth consistency. I have those tofu chicken strips all the time. Those those are very close to chicken already. Tendrils. What do you mean? That's what you're missing. Oh, yeah. And vegan stuff. Yeah, yeah. Everything's a bit too smooth, right? Exactly. Yeah. But that's that's the difference. That is that little uncanny valley that, like, if you if you enjoy vegan, like, strips, then, so which, the, which obviously you have, yeah. that will be fine. You will very much enjoy the KFC. But if you're expecting chicken. chicken. Now, in this, that's not the case if you're expecting beef and you get the Impossible Whopper. Whereas if you're expecting beef and you get the Impossible Whopper, you're going to be like, holy shit, this well, tastes like beef. This is the vegan Turing test. We yes. have we have one burger, yes. that one meat that does pass. Passes which, it. So Okay, so yes. sausage has passed the Turing test. Yes. Beef has passed the Turing test. But it sounds like nothing has passed the chicken Turing test. Nothing. For, for, for the, the, the tenderly reason. Yeah. Like, like that you peel, there's like things coming off. No vegan thing can replicate that. I've tried all of them. Hmm. That seems like something they could fix, though, right? Now that they have the money, then yes, more money will go into the research. And but but even then, it's going to do a thing that I hate with vegan food, which is it's going to artificially try to do a thing by magic. Like chicken does tendrils naturally, automatically, right? right. So they're going to try to do the CGI version of... I'm like, fine with that. I mean, there is something, like, we don't, we don't if want... It, if it works. Brian, I'm telling you, I've been in these salt mines. <laughs> at least up till now. And I'm here, I'm here for the science that comes afterward. Yeah. But up till now, 
when they try to do it, it is none of what you like about the vegan food. Right. And everything you hate about, like, being reminded that this is not... It's like uh, it's like they uh, they, they, they spray paint the what looks like uh, the char grilled pattern on the outside or whatever. Exactly. No, that that, that is that is literally exactly what it's about. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Here we got a new court case. Yeah, dude. We're gonna wrap it up right hey, now. Uh, uh, real quick plug for uh, go, guys. Go watch the Righteous Gemstones. We're having <laughs> so a very good time. Gemstones. Uh, no email right now, but we will be back tomorrow. I'm in Austin the entire week, and then Dragon Con, so don't worry. More of your favorite Austin friends here on the Nerd Daily Show. Until I speak to you guys again, please remember to be a very big, 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 big